Hallelujah. Receive. Receive. Anybody receive anything this week? Was God speaking to you this week? Did anybody grab hold of what God said? I know it was a weird instruction last week. But I think sometimes we do things in the natural to signify something in the spiritual. Today I want to take a few minutes. I don't want to take too long. But I'd like to take a few minutes and look at the word power. So if you can turn in Acts 1.8. And you're going to read it from one version. I got it from a better version. I'm just kidding. I got another version so I want you as, you, as I read it, you can just kind of follow along a little bit. But there's a few words in the way that this version or this translation, it's called the Woos translation. And the way he puts it is kind of neat and cool. And I, I just, it just opened up to me a picture of the word power. And I want to talk, I, actually, I was looking for a stick of dynamite. And you know what? You can't find it. I, I looked and I thought, what am I, if I have it, what am I going to do? I know the kids are going to run around and think they can light it on fire. But I was looking for a stick of dynamite because the word power, actually, the root word or the word is dynamis, dynamis or dunamis. And that relates to, and that's how you get the word dynamite in English. It, it comes from that same um, root. So anyways, I'm going to read you Acts 1.8. But you, who's he talking to? Good. Talking to you. Talking to you. But you shall receive power of the kind which God has and exerts after the Holy Spirit has come upon you. You shall receive power of the kind which God has and exerts after the Holy Spirit has come upon you. It's the kind that God has that he's giving you. Like like God's saying, I've got a certain kind of power and that's what I'm going to give you. It's not a weak power. It's not an inferior power. It's not God saying, well, I'm only going to give you like 10%. Eh, Maybe 11 If you're good, 12. No, he says, it's the power, it's the kind of power that I have, I'm going to give to you. When God gives something, he doesn't give it halfway. He gives all of himself. He didn't give Jesus and just say, just a little bit. He said, I gave my only begotten son. He gave all of what he had. The power that you have, that you receive and you take hold of, is all of what God is about. Think about that for a second. He doesn't lack in any area. He's the smartest. He's the strongest. He's the best looking. He's the king of kings. He is the top of everything. He's the one that started. He spoke and everything happened. Before him, there was nothing and no one. He is the beginning. 
In fact, he was before the beginning. The beginning is just the way we think. Because we think in the element of time. We think in the element of it's one o'clock, two o'clock. We think in element of time and space. He thinks in elements of eternity. I mean, time to him is just something that he had to put in place so we could know when to wake up in the morning. He doesn't need to worry about it. He doesn't function in the realm that we function. He functions in there for our benefit, but he functions in eternity. So when he gave us of him and he says, I'm giving you power, he's talking about he's giving of what he is and who he is. So last week I felt very strong in worship to to just... Talk about receiving and grabbing. And this week, I want to add to it. What do you receive? What do you grab? And this week, as you grabbed it, this last week, you were grabbing promises from God. You were grabbing his word. You were grabbing elements of who God is. You were grabbing a word in season. Sheila shared this morning. Man, you preached, sister. I don't know if you realized it, but you were like on fire. That was awesome. I think you once said, I'll never get up there and say anything. I think Winona was, was afraid that you would just take the whole time. Wasn't that awesome? And you're going to speak more. And you're going to speak to people that you didn't think you'd speak to. Because you've got something to say. I mean, you've gone through a test and now you've got a testimony. Hallelujah. Back to the word power. Power. What do you need? What do you need? We've seen that we need healing. Does anybody here ever face a situation and you just say, I need God, you need to give me wisdom? Any, any, have you ever thought, help me? And I'm not talking about just before you write an exam. I mean, I'm talking about in life. God's the one who's who's omniscient. He knows all. So when he gives us his power, he gives us his wisdom. He says in the word of God, he says, if you lack wisdom, ask of me. And I'm not going to hold back. He says in James, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, he's, you ask for it, you get it. I know we ask for it sometimes in the negative And then we complain when we get it. But can you imagine asking God in the positive? So I've started doing that. I've started asking him for stuff that it's like ridiculous. Who am I to ask for that? I'm his son. He says, you shall receive power. And that power comes in the form of the Holy Spirit. Who is God. He's not separate. He's God. And one of the definitions of power, Matthew, if you could help me out here and, and grab that stuff. Sometimes we don't understand what the word is. And the word power, one of the words of the word power means it's inherent in the nature of the thing. So, I want to give a little bit of an illustration. Anybody guess what Matthew's got in his hands? Just put it right up here. Thank you, sir. I was going to put on steel-toed boots, but 
Can, can you, are you getting a picture here? Yeah. Thank you, Daniel. When I hold this chainsaw, do you know what you're gonna, what's going to happen? What do you do with this? What, what do you do with this? When I bring this to the scene where there's a bunch of wood, you know what's going to happen? It's going to get done. You don't bring an axe to a chainsaw. Like you don't say, hey, I'm going to take down that. You bring a, a chainsaw. And the moment you bring it, like all us guys are going, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You recognize the power. Like Tyler, he, he's like salivating. He's like, he's going, start it up, start it up. I will, I will. But what happened? Why the hair? I'm trying to make you think of me as a lumberjack. That's why I didn't wear a suit today. I thought I couldn't wear a suit. Like Pastor Nelson couldn't do this. Although, although he does plumbing with his suit on. I've never seen a plumber. I've never seen a worker who can go into a place with his suit on, walk out, and he's even cleaner than when he went in. And the job's fixed. That's Pastor Nelson. But I, I, I touch something and I get oil all over me. But what I want you to see is this thing has power. And the moment you say chainsaw, every one of you has a picture and an expectation of power. You have an idea of what this thing can do. You would bring me something large and you would expect it to be cut. You would expect that these trees out here, God help me if they don't keep on dropping their leaves. I'm saying, Lord, do something about them. He say, I got a chainsaw. That's how you would solve it. There's power. Amen. What I'm trying to do is I'm trying to, to work in your mind here, a picture. So when we talk about the Holy Spirit, you get a picture of the power of the Holy Spirit. For a guy, this is like primo. This is like tool toy number one. We got our cottage, and one of the first things I got was a chainsaw. I didn't get an ATV yet. I got a chainsaw. Why? Power. And what happens when you turn it on? Right now, it's got potential. You turn it on, and it does turn on. Oh, that wasn't very good, was it, Brandon? Well, we'll get it. It's got power. You turn that on, something's going to happen. Right? It's like, get clear. You can ask me later how good I am at cutting trees. Because I'm not very... I wanted to show you something very quickly. And hopefully I've etched a picture in your mind of power. The next time you see a chainsaw, I'm hoping that you speak in tongues. And not, ho, 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 something else. There's a power 
that comes from the Holy Spirit. And just like this chainsaw is powerful, he is even more powerful. He can cut down trees, but he's not limited just to wood like this thing is. This thing is magnificent, but if you brought me something metal, I couldn't do anything with it. But the power of the Holy Spirit, he is so capable because it's the power of the kind which comes from God. That he can do anything. Thank you, Pastor Nelson. He can do and conquer anything. There we go. Whatever your situation, financial, you know what? Says he owns the cattle on a thousand hills. He's just a, and, 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 and the gold that's in the hills, he put it there. He knows where the gold is. In Genesis, it says, oh, and there's gold over there. It's good. He gives strength and wisdom. I was looking at, at the word belongeth today. Do you know that power belongs to the Lord? But when you look at the word belongeth, and there's like 19 times in the Bible that word is used, and about half of those are descriptions of God. Vengeance belongs to God. Righteousness belongeth to God. Um, he gives all these words, but the word belongeth actually isn't a Hebrew word. But what it does is it says power, and then it has God. And in the Hebrew, God actually is connected to the word power. We have to use the word belongeth. But in the Hebrew, when you say God, the, name, the word power is automatically connected and part of him. So whatever you need, wisdom. Get out the chainsaw of the Holy Spirit. Fire it up and let her rip. You need strength. You might be going through something and you say, I could never get through this. I can't get through this. I, I was reading somebody who's just saying, you know, I've never thought I'd ever experience this. I can't get through this. And then he's calling on the Holy Spirit. And he knows the Holy Spirit. You might be looking at something and says that is insurmountable. Not with the power of the Holy Spirit. So this morning, I wanted to just give you a short picture of power. There's like seven or eight definitions or, or aspects of power in that passage. I just want to talk this morning about the power of the kind which God has. It's not weak sauce. It is all powerful. And I want to encourage you to call out as a child saying, God, you're the one that's all powerful. Your Holy Spirit lives in me, dwells in me, is, is, is active in me. Therefore, I have your power inside of me. I'm not going in my own strength. I'm going in the power of the Holy Spirit who lives and resides and abides in me. Therefore, 
I expect when the chainsaw of the Holy Spirit fires up, a.k.a. David Stunenberg, something's going to happen. Amen? This is where you can grab it. Receive it. Receive the power of the Holy Spirit. I do not want to assume, I'm going to close the service right now, I don't want to assume that every one of you has been filled with the Holy Spirit. That would be an an error on my part. I believe many, if not most, but there may be some of you that just don't know if you've been filled with the Holy Spirit. I want to give you an opportunity to be filled with the Holy Spirit right now. And if, 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 if you're filled with the Holy Spirit, great. But if you're saying, you know what? Um, I'm new to Christ. The power of the Holy Spirit. It talks about the Bible. It says, you shall receive. It's a gift that God gives. So if you need the power of the Holy Spirit, if you don't know the Holy Spirit, now is the time to accept him, to receive him. He will make a difference in your life. The Holy Spirit is not an it. He is a person. He's somebody that you can have a relationship with. So I want to to take a moment. If you don't know if you're filled with the Holy Spirit, you don't have to come forward. I'm not going to make... You just raise your hand and I'll see it and I'm going to pray for you. So if there's any of you, they're saying, I'm not 100% sure. I'll pray for you right now. Thank you. I see that hand. I'm going to pray for you. I'm going to give you an instruction. You can receive him right now. In fact, as we pray, We'll speak by faith and you will receive the Holy Spirit. You don't have to do anything. The Holy Spirit will come upon you. The rest of you and the the individual that that raised their hand this week. I'm going to pray for you in a moment, but I got to share this. Winona and I went to... uh, get an MRI this Friday. And I've been asking God, God, I'm like a little, little uh, timid when it comes to your power. So I get out of the vehicle with Winona and I go to pay the ticket meter. And Winona walks in and there's a guy that gets dropped off right before me. Uh, you want a place to do a miracle? Go to a hospital. I mean, people all around are desperate. And this guy gets out of his car and he's hobbling with these crutches. I knew what the problem was. It was his leg. Thank you, Lord. I didn't have to figure it out. But I asked the Holy Spirit. I'm asking God to reveal things to me in everyday life. So God does. There's this guy standing in front of me with a sore leg. And he's at the place, and it's a, and I know there's something wrong because he isn't walking normally. 
So I'm, th- so I'm putting my money in the, th- the thing, and, and he's kind of looking at me. Now, I expect people to look at me. Okay? I expect, because I got the power of the Holy Spirit on me, I expect somebody to look at me and say, I don't know, but you stick out in a good way. And, and so he's looking at me. I'm saying this because I want you to crave the power of the Holy Spirit. And it gets a little freaky when you have to take a step of faith. So I'm not telling you I hit a home run here. But I think I got on base. I'm talking to the manager. And I, the guy stands there and, I, you know, and he's about five feet away. And, he, and he, I just feel his eyes on me. Maybe he wasn't, but I thought they were. And I figured, so after I, I pay, you know, as I walked up, I kind of said hi. And as I'm paying, I'm thinking, this guy's just, he's looking this way. So I finally say, you know, and I'm having this conversation with God. What's going on, God? Am I supposed to say something? Help me, help me, help me. What do I say? What do I do? Do I lay my hands on him? Do I speak in tongues? What do I do? What if he gets saved? Where, what church is he going to go to? What's, what's going to happen? And, you know, I'm asking all these things. I put my money in and I look at him. And I say, how you feeling? I figured, you know, if he looks at me that long, he's going to get a response. Okay? The guy looks at me so much, I might as well say something. So I said, so, so how you doing? I know how he's doing. So you got a sore knee. Yeah, I broke my knee. So, can I give you a little thing? I just said, what do you expect? What do you like? What do you want? I mean, I find in the Bible, every time somebody came to Jesus, they wanted something. And most of the time, he'd say, what do you like? Well, my daughter's sick. My son's... And they, and they would tell him. So I thought, what do you like? Well, I'm going to see the doctor. I said, do you want to feel better? Yeah. I mean, I, I figured he'd say, yeah. <laughs> just like, I don't want to be in a crutches. So I just said, I'm just going to pray for you. And I didn't go over and lay my hands on him because I felt a little weird. I've got to be honest with you. I was outside my comfort zone. But I've said, Lord, if you bring me these people across my path and they look at me long enough, I've got to say something. <laughs> so I said, I'll pray for you. I said, I'll pray that the doctor says you're better, that you're getting better, and that your knee's going to be okay. And you know what he did? Okay. All right. Thank you. I don't know his name. He's in Surrey. He's not in Abbotsford. He doesn't match the demographics to come to this church. He doesn't match the geographical location. I don't care. When God brings somebody in front of your path... I was going to exercise the power of the Holy Spirit. You know why? I expect them to get healed, but they'll never get healed if I never pray for them. I mean, I've done the math. When I do zero, zero happens. So, I've asked you if you want to be filled with the Holy Spirit, and there's somebody here that does. I'm going to pray for you. The second thing is, you shall receive power you shall receive power. And then it goes on, and that whole reason for that power is to be a witness for Christ. And his witness isn't just limited to your space, but it covers the whole world. And I'm asking 
God to bring somebody in front of your face. You can pray for me later and say, Lord, don't give Pastor David those crazy ideas, but he gave me one. I'm going to ask God, through the power and the direction of the Holy Spirit, that you have an encounter this week when somebody looks at you, that you go, ah, he's looking at me. (laughs) Holy Spirit, what are you doing? Because that's what I've been saying. God, Jesus, I read the book of John, and all over the place, he talks about his father. I don't do anything out of my father. He talks to his father. He talks about him. He speaks to him. It's all father, father, father. And he tells the guys, listen, my motley crew of 12, I don't do anything unless my God, my father tells me. So I said, you know what? You're my brother. He's my father. What are you doing? And I started to say, what are you doing, Lord? Father, what are you doing? I don't, I don't understand. I don't have it figured out. What are you doing? He sticks a guy in front of me with crutches. I did the math and I said a prayer and I believe in that guy got touched and you know what he may nothing may he may not do anything else beyond that but God touched him I want to the the reason why I'm praying for you is I want to plant some ideas in your head some crazy ideas that God might actually be doing something through the power of the Holy Spirit And if somebody comes across my path, (laughs) Andrew, you're sticking out to me. Somebody on the job site. You don't have to pray for them. You don't have to raise your hand and do all this. You can just say to them, you can look at them in the eye. In fact, I believe you're going to do this this week. You're going to look at them in the eye and you're going to speak something that God gives you. And it's not even going to freak you out. But it's going to come. I believe that for you. And you're going to see something happen. Around the people that you. Just because you're being. You know what Holy Spirit. I'm sensitive. Father what are you doing? And if he doesn't tell you anything. Order your hamburger and move on. (laughs) But if he tells you something. Listen. So I'm going to pray for the person that that wants to be filled with the Holy Spirit. And I'm going to pray for you that you have a God encounter of the Holy Spirit kind. Amen? I want the power of the Holy Spirit. I want the supernatural. I don't want the natural. I'm tired of the natural. I want the supernatural. Because it's super. Hallelujah. Why don't we all stand? And once we raise our hands, if, if you agree with, with this crazy idea that Pastor David, through the power of the Holy Spirit, said this morning, because I think it was God speaking this morning and everything that's happening, raise your hand and just say, I'm, I'm a candidate to try to do something crazy for God. Heavenly Father, you see every hand here. First of all, I ask Holy Spirit. The word says that when we ask, we shall receive. So the individual that says, I just want to make sure, and I've got the power of the Holy Spirit in my life, Lord, I just speak a reception and a power to fill that individual right now. Lord, I ask for your power to abide in their life. Lord, I ask that they would speak a prayer language, and they'd start speaking and talking to you, and they wouldn't understand, but their spirit would understand. 
and they would start communing spirit to spirit. Lord, and for the rest of the congregation, Lord, I ask for Holy Spirit encounters this week. Crazy, unplanned, unscheduled, freaky, take me out of my comfort zone, I need you type of encounters. Because you are the one, you are the chainsaw in my life. So I speak that and I ask for that in your precious name. And Lord, I ask as everybody walks out that you would bless them. Lord, I speak a blessing over everyone here today. In the name of my Savior, my King, the Lord of all. Amen. God bless you.